Lao Tzu was a philosopher and poet of ancient China. His lifetime is believed to have been around the 6th century before the Common Era. He is best known as the reputed author of the Tao Te Ching and the founder of Taoism. The Tao Te Ching is a fundamental text for both philosophical and religious Taoism. It also strongly influenced other schools of Chinese philosophy and religion, including Confucianism and Chinese Buddhism, which was largely interpreted through the use of Taoist words and concepts when it was originally introduced to China. Many artists, including poets, painters, calligraphers, and gardeners, have used the Tao Te Ching as a source of inspiration. Its influence has spread widely, and it is one of the most translated texts in world literature. In the mid-20th century, a consensus emerged among primarily Western scholars that the existence of the person known as Lao Tzu was not likely, and that the Tao Te Ching is really, quote, a compilation of Taoist sayings created by many hands." Unquote. Lao Tzu survived the controversy and remains credited with authorship of the Tao Te Ching, which to date has undergone numerous translations into a wide assortment of languages. It has been and remains regarded as a spiritual classic. Interestingly, based on reported sales numbers, Lao Tzu is the world's second most popular poet, with Shakespeare first and Khalil Gibran third. The following thoughts were inspired by reflection on Lao Tzu's teachings. They are presented here with gratitude to that precious being, or beings, from which we've received so much to learn, contemplate, and allow to enrich us. Today's world. As information increases, our access to it multiplies at a prodigious rate. Humanity grows more knowledgeable, but knowledge is often accompanied by deepened stress, worry, hatred, and trouble, and less happiness and comfort. Why is this so? It's because knowledge, which is simply knowing, is not the same as wisdom, which involves a healthy dose of perspective and the ability to make sound, wholesome judgments about a subject. When societies and cultures misuse partial knowledge in self-regarding ways while ignoring holistic wisdom, people tend to dismiss the benefits of a simple and natural life. Seeing the simple as boring while reduced by their desires, emotions, and egos, people may become mindlessly manipulated by their worldly demands to luxuries, to personal and group power, to unbalanced religious and psychological grasping. With this, confusion intensifies. Causes of suffering proliferate anger, greed, hatred, and arrogance arise. Fear reactively underlies motivations, anxiety sets in, calamity manifests. Nonetheless, there are people who can and do awaken during times of turmoil to help guide and support others hoping to do the same. In the Mahayana Buddhist practices, these people are called bodhisattvas. 
Their path is one of dispelling persistent malignant ignorance by cultivating the wisdom that spawns great compassion. Compassion that propels them to act, cultivating and employing skillful means to help others equanimously and tirelessly. How did these people do it? First, having recognized impermanence and wisely beginning to relationally view beings with love and compassion, they work to liberate themselves from the causes of stress, anxiety, and suffering. Those causes being their own confusing ignorances. This is done not by elevating, but by lowering. Lowering themselves from their own me, myself, and I dramas to that which is straightforward, humble, and genuine. Then integrating these qualities into themselves, becoming living examples of fearless simplicity, modesty, and truth. As one evolves from their misunderstood sense of self, shedding the dead skin of former insincere lives, they begin to experience their great nature, Tathagatagarbha, in some circles referred to as Buddha nature, the pure energy behind the realization of all potentials, the perfection that abides deep in their own mind as it does in the mind of every sentient being, regardless of religion, culture, or species form. When conditions are right, this propensity arises freely and spontaneously, releasing harmonious energy, enabling the Bodhisattva to virtually navigate complicated situations and imbue them, and those involved in them, with an empowering sense of insight and wholesome confidence. The agenda of the Bodhisattva path is experientially realizing the fertile emptiness that is the true nature of all things and then employing this realization for the benefit of all beings. And so, Bodhisattva's work involves arousing the mind of awakening, which includes becoming authentically generous cultivating virtue, being patient and enthusiastic, and bringing clarity, grounding, and flexibility to the consciousness. Have you encountered one lately? Bodhisattvas are everywhere and can appear at any time ready to provide exactly what those who cross their path need to begin to see and know in order to emerge from the entanglement of ignorant perspectives and self-centered intentions and actions. It is often difficult to recognize the altruistic teachers. They do not identify themselves as bodhisattvas. And what they're doing might not be obvious, easy, or pleasant at the time, but the lessons they present for us to learn and understand are always there. Cultivate mindful awareness of the presence of these awakened beings. Then begin regarding those who are coming your way as a potential bodhisattva in your life to assist you. Look for the wholesomeness in what they are leading you to uncover or experience for yourselves. Yes, it's a gradual process and it runs intuitively counter to many of our reactive, self-centered, me-first relational norms, bringing with it a total absence of compassion.
competitiveness, envy, and conceit. If you work at it, you'll soon be aware of your own obscuring ignorance slowly unclouding, yielding to indisputable wisdom, confusion succumbing to clarity, calamity to comfort, doubt to confidence, restlessness to contentment, and suffering to joy. With perspectives clarified, habitual responses to everything around you will gradually become more instinctively virtuous and beneficial. As a result, you will begin to walk differently on the planet. This is not conjecture. It is a tried and true path, the precious work product woven over the centuries by Himalayan Buddhist masters. And remarkably, it comes to us with profound and navigable directions for guidance. The legendary Lao Tzu was living and teaching this way of being, simple, modest, and true, traveling throughout China three centuries before Siddhartha's birth. Upon achieving enlightenment, Siddhartha Buddha refined, expanded, and taught similar ways to all inclined to listen. Then, after his death, these teachings were assembled and ultimately organized into what we today know as Buddhism's Mahayana curriculum. Enriched by Tibetan sagacity, they continue to be studied and practiced by aspiring and engaged beings the world over. Women and men walking the precious bodhisattva path bringing benefit to all they encounter. The teachings of Lao Tzu the awakened Buddhist path, both so ancient yet so relevant, so wise, so kind, so elegant. If you sense these resonating with you, check them out. This recording was written and shared here by Mark Winwood. Mark, that's me, is on the teaching faculty at Naropa University in Boulder, Colorado and is the founder of the Chenrizik Project, a Tibetan Buddhist study and practice group with a national online presence. In addition to these Elegant Mind podcasts, we facilitate online sangha gatherings and teachings, share writings via our weekly e-magazine, and host various events. You can learn more about the Chenrizik Project at our website, www.chenrizikproject.org that's C-H-E-N-R-E-Z-I-G project.org. Our accompanying music, titled Mercury, was composed and performed by the San Francisco Bay musician Bobby Vega in collaboration with guitarist Chris Rossback and drummer Prairie Prince. You can learn more about Bobby and his music at his website, www.bobbyvega.com that's B-O-B-B-Y-V-E-G-A dot com or as he's very findable online you can simply google his name or look for his numerous videos on YouTube we remain grateful to Bobby for his friendship his talents and his generosity in sharing his beautiful music with our Dharma audience Please feel free to share the link to this podcast with those you feel it might resonate. And as always, thank you for listening.